My name is Brian, and today is Wednesday, July 5th, 2023, and this is episode 453 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another Coffee with Brian. We got Hump Day Coffee with Brian. How we doing, everyone? Pip checking in early, 3.20 a.m. my time with uh, 10 fingers, 10 toes all there. Good job, Pip. Good job. I appreciate you making it through the evening. Otherwise, the the lots of history typing might get a little wonky. Uh, good morning, Joe. How we doing? Blakesley Acres hanging out this morning already. How is it going? And let's see what do we have in the cup today. Still working on that pound of um, still working on that pound of FTO blonde. Espresso, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yum, yum, for sure. Uh, always happy when I see one of those in my monthly box. Uh, Pip and I says, uh, waves from the forklift. Good morning, Corey. Pips, I, I just picture, picture Pip running down the aisle truck of the parts store or the aisle of the parts department, like, hey, like uh, Forrest Gump on the boat, you know, your Lieutenant Dan coming to see him, and, uh, and there he goes. Pip, don't jump off the forklift. Oh, what do we got to talk about today? Today we'll be talking about some wheel bearings. Got uh, got them all wrapped up yesterday after work. Uh, and uh, things going on with Hip Camp this year. Weird, odd things uh, going on in the last month or so with Hip Camp. Uh, getting through it, getting through it. Not necessarily a horrible thing. Nothing that we haven't been able to deal with, but just something we haven't dealt with through that site already. Uh, and then uh, who knows? Who knows what else will come up? Depends on who's hanging around and what they want to talk about. I imagine everybody's on their way back to work today, uh, Wednesday, the day, the let's see, so this would be the fifth, this uh, long-ass holiday weekend. If I was back in the, the, the days where I had PTO and things like that, I would be... I would have been taking off probably like Friday, Monday, paid Tuesday holiday, maybe even the whole week. I don't know. But um, it seems like people have been off of work and um, normal workflows and normal patterns I've noticed day to day as I do my stuff and as I post stuff online and interact with people daily. Uh, it's been screwy the last uh, the last few days for sure. So. I think it was uh, a matter of the holiday and and people not being at work and doing their normal thing or on breaks and and that sort of stuff. So it's been interesting, but uh, it looks like we'll be getting back to the the flow of things today or throughout the rest of the week. Ah, sorry, sorry, got to get some of that in me. Um, Norman's trying to come over and lay in his hole underneath uh, underneath my desk here, and uh, I'm not letting him during the show. So he's not very happy, and he's going to go plop down somewhere else. Uh, but yeah, just in time for everybody to get back to work. Saturday, we will be taking off and, uh, and heading out for our trip, which is going to be the majority of July. So that's cool. That'll be fun to follow along with. We have, uh, <laughs> we have an interesting adventure planned. 
but the main goal of the whole adventure is to get up, get our residency done, get our vehicle registrations changed, and uh, insurance and everything taken care of. So, oh yeah, yeah. Norman is mad that he can't come lay underneath the desk, so he's going to go over and bother his brother and bounce up and down in the slide. Good for him. Good for him. Hey, good morning, Greenberry Grove. How we doing? Canadian Farmstead rolling in. You survived uh, survived Canada Day and the 4th of July. Congratulations, Canada. Canadia. Canadia Farmstead. Um, do they do fireworks up there in, uh, in the Northland for uh, celebrations like we do down here? Because we'll probably have to talk about that at some point. Uh, the fireworks here yesterday was interesting. was interesting. I think they... Uh, they got uh, shifted a little bit. They got shifted uh, because of some weather. So anyway, we'll get to all of that a little later. Uh, Canadian Farm says, says they like to blow shit up up there too. So that's good. That is good. Uh, let's get to that perfect cup question. And um, yeah, here we go. All right, it's time for the 113th edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram channel at t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed, where I post the question every Sunday through Thursday for the show the following day. I circle back on the next morning before the show, grab all the answers and bring them to you in a short segment that I pull out and make its own podcast. Find that podcast on Spotify. Please give it a follow and, uh, and a like and a review and all of that fun stuff. The interaction really helps. The Perfect Cup question of the day today is, if you could choose to be any animal, if you could choose to be any animal, it wouldn't be a St. Bernard. If you could choose to be any animal, what animal would you choose to be? And as I say that St. Bernard, uh, he just came over and decided to hack up a bunch of food on my legs. So that was that was awfully nice of him here in the middle of a live broadcast. And uh, you never know what you're going to get on this show. Um, so again, the question is, if you could choose to be any animal, what animal would you choose to be? And uh, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Corey, uh, Corey a ways back, uh, wrangled me into making sure I give my answer every day. So I'm leading off with that. And uh, as a payback, I have to make her give an answer. And I close the segment with Corey's answer. So let's get to mine. Uh, I went back and forth. I, I, I kind of uh, was bouncing a few ideas in my head. And then I saw the answers rolling in. And I kind of wanted to be... I didn't want to pile on. I didn't want to pile on with all the other answers. So I uh, went a route that no one else did. And I'm going to say like a mountain goat. Um, I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, stand up there on those uh, on those mountaintops, just kind of looking out over nature. Uh, you got you got um, you get out far enough. You're not going to have any hunters coming after you. And if you're not necessarily the biggest, the biggest with the biggest horns and, you know, they're not going to want you. Maybe a big, big horn sheep, something like that. One of these animals you see up on the mountains that are like on these little perches and you're like, how in the living hell did that animal get there and how is he going to get back? And they always seem to do. You don't find like piles of mountain goats laying in the valleys. Well, maybe they do. I just don't see them. But uh, I have to assume that they uh, they are pretty sure of foot. And I think that would be a cool thing to be hopping around there all nimbly bimbly up on the top of the mountains. So. 
I want to be like a mountain goat or a big, big horn sheep or something like that that lives up there all by himself and uh, just, yeah, fuck around, find out. Uh, let's see. Blueberry Texas over on Noster today, instead of weighing in on the Telegram chat, he took the option to head over to Noster and reply to the to the point, the note over there. Blueberry says on Noster, he would like to be a feral human. And uh, Corey and I ruled on this before the show, and we think that's cheating. <laughs> Sorry, Blueberry. I mean, I guess it is an animal, but... I'm hopefully you're hopefully be getting close to being a feral human as it is if you're in this community uh, and uh, and you're driving towards being uh, being uh, self-sufficient and and all that. I think our our end goal is to all be feral humans. <sighs> I guess I give you a half credit, half credit on the answer. Feral being the only credit you're gonna get. Yeah, all right. Let's move on. Telegram Telegram feed had uh, had a few pile in, and I, I like them. Canadian Farmstead says he wants to be a dolphin swimming like that in the ocean. We'd be amazing, plus the intelligence of the dolphin. And Pip uh, added a side note later and said, and you can get high eating puffer fish. Yep, sure can, Pip. <laughs> sure can. Uh, dolphin would be cool, except I'm not a swimmer. Uh, I, I don't necessarily like water all that much. I'm not a swimmer. Uh, I can swim. I, I took swimming lessons. I know how to swim. I actually a pretty strong swimmer uh, from what I remember when I was in the water, but it's just not my thing. It's just not my thing. I had a pool in my yard growing up. It's just, it is what it is. I don't uh, particularly care for it. Corey is a water baby for sure. So, you know, it's, uh, I'm on the shore and she's in the water and it is what it is. Let's uh, let's hit up another one. Kyle, Kyle, the backwoods butcher says, uh, if I have all the, if I have all the knowledge I have now, he would be a pig and the most savage feral pig ever to exist. He knows all the tricks that will be used to kill him. And I was wondering, Corey said that uh, she was expecting Kyle to go with either a cow or a pig, something he, that he raises and knows intimately not intimately like that, I hope, but um, the ins and the outs. No, no ins and outs. Um, he knows how they think, and uh, he can he can he can survive easily as one since he is a predator of one. Kyle wants to be a, a badass feral pig. I get it. I get it. Uh, Pip weighed in and said his first thought was around being a cat at a Tibetan monastery, but I think it'd be a duck in a public park randomly honk and chase people dude you got to be a goose in a public park randomly honk and chase people but no one wants to get rid of the animal old people feed me kids get chased around and flapped at when they get too close yeah i could see me flapping my wings screaming at someone for no real reason and chasing them off you want to be you want to um you want to be a goose pip not a duck not a duck. I want to be one of them cobra chickens. And Pip weighs in with Kyle's comment and says, you sure got a pretty snout. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, and then uh, Pip also says, I'm going to be a grumpy old dude, aren't I? I think I'm okay with that, too. 
I think there's just the fact that you want to chase around children, flapping your arms at them and getting fed by other old men makes you just weird in general, let alone a grumpy old man. Uh, Joe, Joe from Blakesley Acres weighed in with, uh, he'd have to say a bald eagle, uh, a bad ass bird of prey and be able to fly around and shit on people. <laughs> Why does everybody want to shit on people and chase them? I'm just trying to get away from people. <laughs> you guys want to shit on them. Um, he also said that his wife said that she wants to be a dolphin. Uh, I think uh, I think a dolphin sounded pretty cool. Yeah, if I did, if I didn't mind being in the water. Uh, Pip says valid on the goose the goose comment and uh, and the crazy the crazy. I'm guessing. <laughs> Micah said that he was thinking cave lion with a question mark. I don't know if he was undecided or uh, or what that meant, but a cave lion that sounds pretty interesting. I mean, they seem pretty content uh lions are pretty pretty skilled predators and they they seem to have developed the 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 ability to survive and uh, people are scared of them so they leave them alone and then you have a cave that is your nice home i think that's all right i think that's a great choice golden crickets did not say a cricket which is odd uh since it's in her name she said that uh, she thinks a barn cat as they've got a pretty uh, uh um got quite a life and I can see that if uh, your owners took care of you, because I, um, because we had some barn cats. We had barn cats that we encouraged to show up at our place. Well, we didn't encourage them; they did, and then we encouraged them to stay because we liked the benefit of having them and them not um, like eating the mice and and all that stuff. But ours were like uh, strays that had been out in the wilderness for years. God knows how long. They'd come in. They'd be skinny. They'd be. Uh, they'd have mats and ticks in their eyes and all sorts of weird shit going on with them. And I never really tried to touch them. Like this wasn't. Uh, this wasn't a, a friendly. It was like you do your job and I'll bring you some food. Uh, maybe uh, some blankets if it's winter. Uh, I think one year we made them a little cat home out of a tote. Is that what we did that one? We cut the toad out and put the blankets in there, figuring that we'd probably have a raccoon or a skunk living in our uh, in our barn if they found that little home. But uh, barn cat in our world, eh, I mean, at least we fed them a little bit, gave them a little water, but we made sure that they fended on their own so they were eating the mice. Like, there was no free ride for sure. Some people, it seems that they take care of their cats and- kind of live out their days uh laying in the sun and and catching things so eh, i could see barn cat for sure uh phil the or, uh, mike philippine nomad over in uh over in the philippines there old loco says he says chameleon and i thought that was brilliant he uh, popped that in there this morning uh chameleons hiding in plain sight changing colors being cool everybody likes you because uh you're a cool little lizard and uh you bounce around all and uh yeah Chameleon. Chameleon works. Good morning, Renegade Butcher. How we doing? How we doing? Good morning, Joshua. Hopefully you're having a good day. If you got a moment, you can uh, weigh in what kind of animal you want to be. I'm, I'm rolling up on Corey's answer here, and I got a couple comments. Uh, Joe at Blakesley Acres says, uh, and we pro- we're protected. No one can shoot at me, hopefully. Oh, you don't know the people I know. 
Um, for I think more than once in my life, I've uh, interacted with people that have shot a bald eagle, whether on purpose or on accident. Accident. Anyway, Corey, Corey, um, Corey weighed in with her answer, and she went back and forth, and she wanted special treatment. It, it seems like every question of the day, Corey wants a little special treatment. She says, can I pick more than one? It's so hard to pick one animal. And if you follow the show at all, if you know my, anything about my wife at all, if you've met my wife uh, in person or talked to her online, you know she likes animals. You know she likes animals. And picking one animal was was excruciating for her. And uh, she finally she finally weighed in and said <coughs> she wants to be an eagle. I'm like, what? She's like, well, I can soar around and and uh, eat whatever I want. What what eat, eat eat whatever you want. Eat real good fish and and uh, meat and uh, fly around all over. She didn't care that she got shit on people. That wasn't a, a thing to her. And I said, huh? So you uh, so you'd be protected too, like uh, like Joe Joseph says over there. And I was like. So you'd be protected. That's pretty smart. No one can hunt you. Because I was thinking, you know, bighorn sheep or things that I'm picking, other things on the list, uh, people hunt them. And so I said, you know, you can be protected. She goes, I don't need no government to protect me. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I love her. And Josh says, hmm, he wants to be a cat. It's just so he can knock shit off fucking tables or something. <laughs> just be a pain in the ass. Oh, anyway, guys, that is another uh, another list brought to you on the Perfect Cup podcast, uh, where we ask a daily question and grab the answers, kind of have a little fun with it in the morning. If you want to weigh in, you can find the question every day at my Telegram channel at t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed. I also put it out all over socials. You can find me on Noster is a great way. I do get the notifications on there. The others notifications come and go. They don't always show up on time, but you can find it on Facebook, MeWe, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Please follow me over there. And if you uh, if you could find the show on your favorite podcast network and follow, give it a like, maybe a review, whatever functions are possible. Any interaction helps. It's been another episode of The Perfect Cup, and now back to the main show. Animals, animals, animals. I uh, As soon as I saw that question, when I put it on the list, I was like, oh boy, Corey's going to have a tough one with this one. Clyde is excited, too. Clyde is very excited over there, squeaking his toy. Oh, let's see. History today. History today is the day after July 4th. Everybody in the uh, everybody in the lives uh, drop how many fingers and toes you ended up with after last night. Did anybody lose any? Has uh, everybody got uh, uh, all full fingers and toes? No injuries, no numbness, no uh, missing tips or anything like that. Do we all behave? Pip says he's accounted for, for sure. So anyway, let's roll over into that history segment. Speaking of Pip. From DuctionCups.com, he diligently puts uh, the wiki notes together for me on a daily basis, and I enjoy reading them. I hope you enjoy listening to them. And uh, <laughs> and uh, if you do, take a moment, 
type inductioncups.com or head on over to the blog post after the episode is up and click that ductioncups.com. Click their socials. They're down in the history notes. You can find them on Facebook and all the other normals. There's links. Easy, easy peasy. I made it easy for you. There's links over there every day. All you got to do is find that blog post. I post it all over socials. Click over there and head on over to ductioncups.com and check them out. Check them out. Give them some love if you enjoy that history segment. And here we go. Here's the history for July 5th, 2023. Well, damn, a pip has been busy doing fourth stuff. That's a Florida dude almost forgot to send an email about the lots of stuff that happened today. <laughs> pip almost forgot about me because he was having fun on the fourth. And as a note, I think Brian twisted my arm enough to confirm that duction cups will be re represented at SRF. Woohoo! Pip's notes. Damn it. I assume this means I actually talk to other humans. Yeah, but they're good humans, Pip. You will realize. You will realize that you don't mind talking to humans at SRF. And um, and you'll crave it uh, after the fact. And realize that uh, when you go and meet like-minded people, it's very easy to talk to them. And then you leave and you're like, man, society is a shitstorm. Anyway, so according to Wiki, some stuff happened in history, or lots of stuff happened in history. This day, July 5th, 1687, Isaac Newton publishes Philosophe Naturalist Princip Principi Mathematica. I'm guessing, um, I'm guessing it's the principles of natural, the philosophy of natural, the principles of natural mathematics, I'm guessing is how it translates, even though I don't know what language it's in. Pip says, uh, yeah, no math. Excuse me while I go look for my crayons. Uh, if that was a translated text, I would be interested to try to read it. It'd be interesting for me. I'm a math guy. I'm a math guy for sure. Um, <laughs> July 5th, 1775, the Second Continental Congress adopts the olive branch petition. Pip's notes, yet another reason why I don't eat olives nor branches. <laughs> I mean, unknown vast amounts of land, No, but no... Govern me harder, daddy. Govern me harder and laughs in HOA guidelines. You're going to want to go look up that uh, olive branch petition if you have no idea what Pip is talking about. Link is in the blog post. This day, July 5th, 1852, Frederick, Frederick Douglass delivers his What to the Slave is the 4th of July speech in Rochester, New York. That's my old area where I grew up, just south of Rochester, and there is plenty of Frederick Douglass uh, memorials there. This day, July 5th, 1915, the Liberty Bell leaves Philadelphia by special train on its way to the Panama Pacific International Exposition. This is the last trip outside Philadelphia that the custodians of the bell intend to permit. Hmm, I wonder if they permitted it to leave again. This day, July 5th, 1954, old Elvis Presley records his first signal, single, That's All Right, at Sun Records in Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, 1975, July 5th, 1975, Arthur Ashe becomes the first black man to win Wimbledon singles title. Huh. In 1975. This day, July 5th, 1994, Jeff Bezos uh, said we had enough independence, and he founded Amazon. <laughs> 1994, do you know what you could get on Amazon? Books. 
Uh, Pips notes, I ordered my first batch of rubber ducks from Amazon and I felt a little dirty. Well, you're going to have to jump in the bath with all your new ducks. It'll be okay. This day, July 5th, 1996, Dolly the sheep becomes the first mammal cloned from an adult cell. And here we are approving lab-grown meat. Weird. Weird how that progresses. This day, July 5th, 2003, the World Health Organization announces that the 2002-2004 SARS outbreak has been contained. Oh, look at that. Just a quick little blip when we started talking about SARS. Does anybody know what SARS, uh, what recent uh, phenomenon we had that may be related to SARS? That may have been about a two, two and a half year cycle that um, that is likely now contained, even though they'll try to burn it out another year come this fall. Huh. I wonder if in uh, I wonder if in 20. 2042 there'll be some dude on the internet talking about the history segment and they'll say oh in march of 2023 the great covid19 outbreak was contained the world health organization says it's been contained same shit different day guys it's the same fucking disease all right, let's see who had a birthday, July 5th. Who calls July 5th their birthday? 1745, Carl Arnold Cordum, German physician and poet. Physician and poet, excuse me. Uh, a German physician, but best known for his writing and poetry. Cordum wrote several somewhat popular medical works, but also wrote a number of other less profitable works on various subjects, ranging from beekeeping to uh, antiquarian topics to alchemy. However, he is most well-known for his satirical epic poem, Life, Opinions, and Deeds of Harmonious Jobs, The Candidate. Hmm. Pips notes, dude studied to be a doctor, but best known for satire. Was he not the, that good at the, at the job? He, did he hit home plate with his first poem? Oh, boy. Pip did say, if I was gambling, man, I shouldn't pre-read this. And I rolled the dice and uh, just threw it on the notes. Um, uh, <laughs> Pip, Pip, I need to save that for after for sure. <laughs> another birthday. Um, another birthday. Eh, 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 where did it go? Where did it go? Sorry, guys. Sorry, I clicked off to star his thing. This day... Uh, July 5th, 1959, Mark Cohen, American singer, American singer, songwriter, and keyboard player, and American singer, songwriter, and musician. He won the Grammy Award for Best New Artist in 1992. Cohen is, ben, is best known for his song, Walking in Memphis. Is it Cohen? Cohen? C-O-H-N. Walking in Memphis from his eponymous 1991 album, which was a top 40 hit. Pips notes, it's been a long time. Uh, long while since I was walking in Memphis, but there's been enough talk for a Florida dude to put that thought into his head of a few acres up there wouldn't hurt. If you're looking, if you're looking for acreage uh, near Memphis, I know a guy that might have boots on the ground. 
This day, July 5th, 1964, Ronald D. Moore, American screenwriter and producer, is best known for his work on Star Trek as well as on the reimagined Battlestar Galactica television series, for which he won a Peabody Award and an Outlander based on the novel of the same name by Diana Gabaldon. Excuse me. In 2019, he created and wrote the series for All Mankind for Apple TV+. Pips notes, I never did finish Battlestar Galactica remake. No spoilers, but I think that some of the humans could be robots. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Uh, let's see who kicked off today, July 5th, 1862. Henrik Georg Maron, German geologist and paleontologist, just like Ross. A German pale, uh, geologist and paleontologist, he was the first to translate Charles Darwin on the original on the origin of species into German in 1860. Huh. Uh, let's see. July 5th, 1948. Uh, Carol Lattice, American actress, an American actress and singer. She worked as a contact player for the 20th Century Fox. Contract player for 20th Century Fox in the 1940s. Her breakout role was as the female lead in the 1940 film One Million B.C. from United Artists. She was known as the Ping Girl and the Chest because of her curvy figure. Pips knows, do kids nowadays know how know who pinups are? No, poor souls. Uh, pinups, man. Like, pinups are a, a cool thing. I, I enjoy them. I enjoy the art style. I enjoy... Um, obviously looking at, at scantily clad women. Uh, but uh, I was really into uh, Reverend Horton Heat and all of his artwork and all of his cover art and just that rockabilly style rolls with the pinups. And when we were at Hillbilly's uh, Bar and Grill, that wing place around the corner, um, excuse me, Hillbilly's Wing Shack, Wings, they have pinups in the bathroom, all above the urinals, all around uh, pinup cartoon drawings, and they're fantastic. I've I put a video on uh, TikTok at one point of showing the the bunch of them, and it, they're fantastic. So get into pinups; they're cool. They are cool for sure. Uh, this day, 2000, July fifth, two thousand thirteen, Bud Asher, American lawyer and politician, an American politician, football coach, and former lawyer. Asher served as the mayor of Day Daytona Beach, Florida. For eight years, from 1995 to 2003, after becoming mayor, Asher was elected as the Daytona Beach City Commissioner in, in 1983, a position he held for 12 years from 83 to 95. Pips notes, yeah, no clue who the dude is. Wiki said Daytona, and I went Florida man proud and put this in the mix. <laughs> this dude was just some random dude. <laughs> and Pips like, oh, Florida. Florida, shiny thing. <laughs> Today, let's see what we got for holidays. Well, 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 look who got an idea. Independence Day celebrated in Algeria, Cape Verde, and Venezuela. Cheers, but different years. America, uh, Armenia has Constitution Day, and the Isle of Man celebrates Tynal Day. Pip says, I have no idea what Tynal Day is, but it's the Isle of Man. <laughs> Gonna watch some motorcycle racing today. Almost missed that knee dragging around the turn. Cheers and happy whatever day this is from Pip and Duction Cups. Suction is our spe special. Uh, actually, though, 
Still not a good tagline. He's going to stick. Happy day that ends in Y. Thanks, Pip, for all your work. I appreciate it. Everybody go over and check out DuctionCups.com for me. And, uh, man, just even if you don't appreciate the history segment, this joke that Pip dropped in the comments, I heard it a long time ago. I heard it a long time ago. I think we could have, uh, I think it could have aged very well if we just changed one word in here. But uh, Pip says, want to hear a joke about Ebola? You probably won't get it. <laughs> oh sorry guys uh canadian farm said says uh pip needs to be wary of ear herpes when he gets up to uh when he gets up to srf ear herpes i don't know i don't know about that <laughs> anyway what do we got to talk about what is on the list today Wheel bearings. Wheel bearings on the trailer are done. That is fantastic. It was super smooth process. Um, way smoother than if I had to pop seals and pack bearings by hand. Uh, I don't know if you guys have trailers or travel trailers or snowmobile trailers or utility trailers. Anything with wheels uh, that you do your maintenance on. Uh, do you ever grease your bearings? Uh if you have easy grease fittings, it is super easy. The only pain in the ass, the only thing that irritates me about uh, the trailer, uh, like I can't, I really feel bad about complaining because uh, pumping a grease gun into the Zerk and having the bearings pack and push out all the old grease and all that jazz. Phenomenal, phenomenal. <coughs> if I didn't have to take the goddamn tires off. I guess it's uh, it's logical you take the tires off because it it does it's not necessary but it does help to spin the hub while you're pumping the grease into it from what I understand and from what I've observed as uh, as I did it the last couple days but um, yeah it, what a smooth process these things are great uh, they basically how it works is I don't know if you know what a a wheel bearing uh, and hub look like actually two bearings. I guess that'd be two bearings, inner and outer bearing in that, and then uh, and then a seal and a castle nut and that. So you got your your seal on the inside towards the brakes. You got your bearings that ride uh, keep the the hub riding on the shaft and um, and keep things moving smoothly. And then you have a nut that holds it all together, and the whole inside is packed with grease. Normally, uh, without these fittings, you have to pull the whole hub out. You have to crack the seal out of the back. You got to take the bearings out. You have to, you, well, caveat on these easy, uh, on these easy grease. I imagine at some point, uh, maybe when it's not 90 degrees and humid, I will take the, the whole hub off. I will put new seals in. I will inspect my bearings. I will inspect my races, things like that. Uh, for an interim, I think it works great for these easy, easy grease. So basically you take the wheel off. There's a, a dust cover, a little rubber dust cover. If you want to just do it that way, I don't suggest that because um, you'll see what happens. But uh, you take a little dust cover off, you pop, 
pop a metal dust cover off. And there's a, a grease zerk right in the middle of um, right in the middle of the bearing, right in the middle of the shaft. And so you put the grease on it, you start pumping, you pump, 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 and it pushes the grease all the way to the back by that seal I mentioned on the back. And then it forces the grease to come forward because there's nowhere room, no room left for it to go in. Well, as it pushes, it pushes all the old grease out because this gets in behind it. It pushes it all out. It starts bleeding out the front. You can see it pushing through the ball bearings of the, the bearing. It comes out in like in uh, in little sheets almost, and then they kind of mush together. But you can see it push out through the bearings. As you as you kind of fill it up, you rotate the hub. It kind of mixes things in. It keeps keeps going. I would go every ten to fifteen pumps. I would I would spin it just a little bit and keep doing it. I think it was sixty to eighty pumps on uh, the manual grease gun to get it filled up and uh, seeing clean grease coming out so the grease that you're going to be pushing out is most likely going to be gray hopefully it's not black but gray used um you know it, it just turns this color when when grease is used it's hard to explain but um if you buy new grease you know what color it is you know what color it is when you put it in the grease gun i happen to buy heavy duty um wheel bearing red wheel bearing grease so as i pump that in I got all sorts of gray grease coming out and it's a mess. It's a ton of grease. You're going to want a towel to catch it, wipe it out of the way. You can pump away until it just all plops out <laughs> either way, but you're going to get a bunch of grease out about a tube, maybe a tube and a half go in depending on, um, on how, how empty the cavity was, how uh, big the wheel bearings are, et cetera. It's going to be different for everyone, but it was a, I averaged about a, a, a tube, tube and a half per. Going to pump, 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 pump. And uh, eventually you will see just red grease coming out. You'll get a lot of gray. You'll get a lot of gray with red streaks in it or green streaks, whatever grease you're going to use. And eventually you're going to be pushing. The majority is going to be red. At this point, it's flushed, flushed or pushed out all the old expended grease and now packed full of nice, red, shiny, new grease. Put the tire back on, and away we go. Install the dust covers and all that fun jazz, and uh, it should be good. It should be good. 20 minutes. I think we figured 20 minutes a tire-ish. That's, uh, that's including um, putting it up on the, the bottle jack, getting the tire off, greasing it, putting it back together, dropping it, getting up on the next tire. So about an hour for per side. Uh, problem two issues that made it shitty is need to bring the slides in. And I don't even know if you need to bring the slides in the one side I did because the tires are underneath the slide, bring the slides in, take the dogs, put them in the, in the truck with the air conditioning. Like I said, if we were doing this and it was 50 degrees or 40 degrees, I probably would have pulled the hub, uh, pop that seal and uh and pulled those out and inspected them i'm thinking that that might be a fall or spring job uh for this trailer recommended is every six months or once a year excuse me once a year or ten thousand miles on the trailer is when they suggest repacking those bearings probably sooner than later on that scale if you are using the easy grease fittings so 
I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard great things about them. I've heard people say that they're great. And I've heard a lot of people say that they don't do shit, that they don't work, that uh, it doesn't work as well as packing that in by hand, inspecting it. And I, and I tend to agree. I think there is probably a lot of, um, a lot of people stuck in old ways when they say that. I think a lot of people don't trust it. They've done it this way their whole life. Uh, I think I haven't dug in enough to see any empirical evidence, whether uh, more often than not, uh, easy grease fitting bearings fail sooner or later or more wear. I don't know. I haven't seen anything like that. So I'm going to roll with it for this trip at least. The weird part is we don't really actually know when it was done last. Um, we bought the trailer used. We bought it from a dealership. I am assuming, I am assuming, which we know how that goes. I'm assuming they did it when they took it in as a trade or it sat there and it didn't have any miles on it. It was, it was, we could tell it was used. Um, somebody used it, whether it was a rental or whatever, but I have to assume before they sold it, they uh, they did an inspection. It was we told it, we were told that it had uh, an inspection and uh, service, and I would assume that uh, this would be part of that. Especially seeing they don't have to bust out the seals and do all that; they just put it up on a lift and uh, bam, bam. So there uh, there is that, and we calculated out the miles. We are under under the ten thousand miles on the trailer, but we are definitely over the one year on the trailer. Well, it was time to do it. It was time to do it, especially with the unknown and it being our house and all. I think I want it all nice and lubed and uh, and ready to roll down the road. So chose to do it, chose to jump through the hoops to get it done in the heat. Uh, ended up having to be a couple different days because I thought I was going to run short on grease. I got the first half done and looking at what I had left, I didn't think I had enough. So delayed, didn't want to get it up and have to do it again because if I got it open and started doing it... Um, got it open and started doing it and ran out of grease. I'd have to put it all back together uh, and then do it again. So delayed, got some new grease and ended up, I didn't need any, I didn't need any extra. I think uh, it was just enough. I would have literally ran out of grease and uh, wiped, wiped some of the black grease and it was all clean behind it. And I said, okay, well this is done. There's no use loading another tube into the gun. Uh, we're good to go. So trailer bearings are all done um so that's cool that's cool if you want uh if you need any help with that if you're thinking about doing it you have any questions uh i i looked for a bunch uh i, I looked for a, a week or so beforehand uh if you want to shoot me a message I, i'm more than willing to answer any questions as far as i know as far as i know knowledge but uh that's limited that's limited just uh, experience over the years hip camp hip camp had some oddities going on at hip camp the last um oh about the last month or so it started with our srf campsite that we've used both times we went to srf we really liked it we ended up hanging out there an extra two or three weeks after srf uh fall when we launched and uh, weren't going back to minnesota really liked it um it's kind of in a neighborhood it's not the most private or anything like that but it was convenient it was easy to pull in and out of and um it was just a nice place to stay in relation to the festival it's about the only one around that will accommodate our trailer 
And uh, man, he he sent us a message and said, I sold, man. I sold the property. I had to cancel. Uh, I had to cancel your reservation. I can't really rent it when I don't own it. I said, oh, shit, man. I wish I had known you were selling it because this dude, it was like an acre square. It was an acre square. It had two driveways for hip camps, had a little uh, pavilion type uh, lean to uh, covered area with a couple picnic tables and uh, clothesline, had water and electric. Um, it was really nice. It was really nice, convenient and easy in and out and uh, set up. It was a little tough with the dogs. There were dogs around. There were issues with the place, but like I said, it was it was uh, it was a great proximity to SRF, and he sold. And I was like, like I said, I said, oh, man, I wish I had known. I would have would have picked that acre up. Uh, I had talked to him about how big it was, like just trying to get. Um, I'm always scoping out the camps we stay at for ideas, for ideas to help people put their own camps in. Ideas for myself when I'm looking at properties. And I said, well, how big is this? Like I had 35 acres in Minnesota. I had, a, I had a rough idea how big each field was. I had a rough idea how big our whole property was. But that was like 35 spread out. This was a small square parcel. You could see where he mowed. And I said, how big is this? He says, it's one acre. And I said, okay. I was able to walk the dogs and I would walk them along the edge of that acre. And I would just picture um, campsites and how many I could get into this property. So if I had a one acre square, flat, no trees, um, piece of land to deal with, how many campsites could I get on it? And to be able to picture that and the spacing and be able to um, go through those visual visualizations in my head, whether it be flat, clear land, or we're trying to develop a plan to get through some trees and maximize the amount of campsites on a small acreage like that. It was very, very valuable for me to be able to stay there and picture this. Having it in real life was something that um, that I think will be very beneficial going forward. I was able to, to jot down some sketches, physically be on the property and walk from corner to corner, uh, pace it out have our trailer there, kind of mirror our trailer on the property and say, well, how many RV sites? How many tent sites? How would I lay it out? Uh, and it was it was a great it was a great experience. Uh, I, unfortunately, uh, we're not going to be staying in there any longer. Turns out that he actually owned a house next to it that was a, not abandoned, but he was kind of fixing it up. And he had a total of almost five acres with a house and then this camping site. And his neighbor's house burned down and they made an offer he couldn't refuse. And it was an extra lot of money for that acre they were going to add in. They, I guess they really liked the utilities and the, the storage and the, the parking. And I would have too. Uh, they offered him an extraordinary amount of money just to keep that in. I said, oh, well, what'd you pay for it? And he told me, I was like, holy crap. He's like, well, that was added on to the other acreage. And I was like, ah, okay. Okay, I get it. I get it. So we pretty much settled on the fact that we're just going to commute from here. It's close enough, not ideal by any means. I think we're about an hour away, uh, one way. So it'll be long days. Uh, it'll be it'll be long days for the dogs. It'll be a lot of gas and a lot of mileage, but we'll figure it out. It's what we got to do with the dogs. It's um, I would love to go camp. 
I would love to go camp on site in a tent and hang out and be there for the whole weekend. I can't do that with the dogs. Ain't happening. First of all, John doesn't allow pets on property. Second of all, um, I wouldn't deal with that shit. So is what it is. Uh, Hip Camp also came through in the last week with two cancellations for our trip coming up. Uh, one was uh, just random. Did she ever say what she canceled for the first one? She didn't really say. She says, I'm so sorry. I need to cancel with was in a week and a half. Uh, this was someone that was um, when I made the booking, the message I got back from her was just like super snotty. And um, yeah, it, I, she kind of rubbed me the wrong way just from the, the listing from the message I got back. I really wasn't crazy about staying there. It was only an overnight, so it wasn't that big of a deal. And I was able to find something that looks way better uh, in the same area and uh, same relative price. So she might've saved us a headache. Um, so that was odd. Uh, I was like, eh, whatever, roll with it, figure it out. Well, last night after we got done with the bearings, I walked inside and I had a message on my phone that we had another cancellation. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I look at which one it was. It is our first stop. Our first stop uh, when we leave here. We've actually stayed there twice. We stayed there on both trips from Minnesota down to Tennessee. It is um, the ideal distance from this area. Uh, it is the ideal um, setup there. It's easy in. It's uh, easy parking. There's power. Uh, there's nice places to walk the dogs. There's a nice big uh, pole shed. They have basketball. They have pool table. They have air hockey, ping pong, uh, all sorts of stuff. Just a great site. We've stayed overnight only. We've never had an extended strip trip there, but I think it would be great for a weekend. Uh, we really enjoy it. Price is right, and the people are super nice. Canceled. I'm like, oh my god, what the f what is going on? This is our this is our stop. Like. When we decided we were going north to go to South Dakota to take care of all this stuff, we didn't even question where we were stopping the first night. This is just like our, if we are heading north in any sort of north direction, this is where we stop. Are we going to lose this one too? Just like we lost Fred's and stole this, this lady sell this place or this guy? I don't even know. Name is Quinn. What a tough name. Corey and I were talking last night. I've known more Quinn female Quinns than male. I think I've only known one, maybe. I'm trying to think back. I think I've met a Quinn, a guy in real life. Like, obviously there's, there's people you don't know in real life. Corey said she was like eight to one and you didn't know a female Quinn. It was like super opposite. And I'm like, okay, I had assumed that it was a female. She had assumed that it was a male. I guess it doesn't really matter. But um, yeah, when you, when you try to speak about them, <laughs> so since we had stayed there a couple times before i sent him a message i said hey um what happened they're like well we had to cancel because of tree damage we're not going to have be able to have fixed up by saturday and i said well is there anywhere any way there's a place i can park there like i know that they have extra room like i've been there i've been on site and so I said, is the whole place leveled or is there someplace we can park? We just need an overnight and it's part of a multi-day trip. So if this goes sideways, I might be real in real trouble. Wrote back and said, yeah, there's um, 
you can stay in number three, site three instead of site one. Uh, he's like, they said my my tree skills aren't as uh, aren't as good as I had uh, had hoped, and I'm not going to be able to get them get them taken out. If you promise not to sue me and you promise to stay away from the bad, dangerous trees, uh, you're more than welcome to stay. <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, there's no chance in hell I'll sue you if I get hit by a tree. That's my own dumbass fault. And uh, yeah, I'll look at the tree while I'm there. And if I can help you out, I will. But uh, oh, that, uh, that saved some heartache and some headaches last night, trying to look for a new site and uh, interacting with them. Uh, might might uh, might have a, a way to stay at this place without having to pay hip camp fees because, you know, they provide insurance, they provide all the great things. But if you have two like minded people talking to each other and you can say, well, you listed it at 50 and I paid 59 because of the fees and you only got 42 because of the fees on your end. What if I pay you 50 and you got 50? What do you think of that? Sounds like a good deal to me. Um, I pay less, you get more. Win, win, win. Anyway, so those are our uh, those were our hip camp cancellations. I'm not getting too worried yet. Um, it's just been a few coincidental and kind of how our life rolls. Like uh, we go through these spurts where we just have to deal with shit, and once we deal with it, we come out on the other side and have a real smooth patch. It comes in waves. We've talked about waves many times on this show. And that's just kind of how it goes. So we're going to ride with it. We're going to roll with it. And um, we take off Saturday. So a couple more days here. I'll uh, talk over the next couple of days about what our trip entails, what we're doing, and uh, what you can expect while we're on the road. So that's kind of it. Uh, let's hit that item of the day today. Item of the day is not an on Amazon. Well, it is on Amazon. It's on Amazon. But my link today is for their website. Uh, it's the Dr. Squatch All Natural Toothpaste. We just ordered up some of this stuff. It is fantastic. We've ordered it uh, probably three or four times now, I would say. Uh, it's really good. It's really good. Great flavor, I guess. Uh, it's got a, They have a mint version and an orange citrus version. Uh, it's supposed to be a nighttime and a daytime formula. We use them uh, interchangeably. They're just really nice. Uh, the thing with Amazon, the thing with their site is their site. Their site has... Uh, limit for free shipping. Like you have to order $50 and then the shipping takes a while. It takes a little longer than what everybody is uh, used to on Amazon. If you go to Amazon, the shipping is overnight, prime, this or that, but the price is higher. The price is higher. So depending on if you can wait for your soap, which I also uh, recommend there, but today we're talking toothpaste. If you want the toothpaste or you want something from the site, I suggest if you have a couple days to go to the site, and use the website you'll have a lower price it will show up and it's not too hard to hit their free shipping threshold if you need it today if you smell real bad or your teeth hurt and you're out of toothpaste and you don't want to go to the store you might want to order it on amazon pay the little extra if you do please hit my amazon affiliate link uh for any product and then head on and find that dr squatch but in the link in the notes today is a link to their site and uh go check it out Dr. Squatch, all natural toothpaste interview coming up Thursday night. Alex Paul's uh, pre-recorded uh, talking about working with his wife, taking a taking a leap of faith and heading and traveling in Europe. Uh, you can see how he did that. Listen to the interview. You also get a couple of book recommendations and uh, we go down some conspiracy theory rabbit holes. So check it out Thursday night pre-record. 
And uh, I think that's about it for this hump day. I got to head out this morning, head to the farmer's market, go get groceries in a final grocery shop before our trip. And then pounding out the last three days before we get on the road and uh, go check out some more of the countryside. Other than that, guys, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.com. Make it a great day, guys, and we will catch up with you tomorrow.